Too much. I felt like um, I felt like Sanford and Son. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm coming, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, I'm, I'm coming, coming for you, Elizabeth. It's, this is the big one. This is the worst, man. But anyway, you big dummy. Hey, everybody, <laughs> and we're back. Episode twenty three of Raisin Brent, and I'm Ray. And I'm Brent, and this is a show about sports and headaches and taking a leave. And, and sometimes sports are the headaches. Sometimes sports are coma inducing, much like uh, the baseball games over the past couple of days. It's playoff time, folks. Yes, sir. Holy crap! The baseball season, honestly, the baseball season has been pretty fantastic so far. But oh my goodness, has it gotten good this week with the playoff action, right? Yes. Yes. But the, we're going to talk about that in just a little bit, because uh, Game 4 between the A's and Tigers just wrapped up. We go into Game 5, everybody! We go uh, into 5! Congratulations to your Detroit Tigers. I was so <sighs> relieved that Man. they did not get humiliated at home. And here's the deal. Since they didn't get humiliated at home in Game 4, yeah. the good thing is yeah. most people in Detroit can't afford cable. They won't even get a C Game 5. They won't even know if they won or lost. How dare you? How dare you? But we'll be talking about that in just a little bit, along with uh, Week 5 of the NFL. Oh, good for one of us. Yeah. Not so good. I mean, but we, we chalked it up as a loss, so it's not really a big deal for your right. Detroit well, Lions. Yeah. Dropping one on the road. I mean, no Calvin Johnson, and I... I they played like a team that didn't realize that Calvin was going to be inactive an hour before the game, you know? Yeah. And your Kansas City Chiefs go on the road to a tough Tennessee team. Tennessee, I thought that was a trap game. I thought when they were down late to Tennessee, I really thought they were going to drop it. I really thought I it was over. i say this. The best thing for me about the Kansas City Chiefs this year is they are tough. They have great defense. And they're great defense. tough in the fourth quarter. Gotta, you know, you got to give it up to them. And they, don't, they don't beat themselves. I think that's an important part of what Alex Smith brings to the table in the Andy Reid philosophy. That is a team that you're going to have to beat, and you can beat them, but they're going to yeah. make it hard, and they're not going to beat themselves. Right. It's pretty incredible, but you wanted to talk about the uh, biggest poop talkingest team that isn't good in the entire NFL. Yeah, what is the deal with the Philadelphia Eagles just, like, the e not being very good, and then just talking trash i think it's just it's representative of the philly fans right because they are some of the biggest trash talkingest fans some of the biggest people that you will just want to reach through your screen and strangle over on twitter or facebox or any of the other uh my room all of the above right like you know do the players just feed off of that i get that but here's the deal there are two and three it's not like they just beat a great team. They beat the <laughs> 0 and five new york giants yeah the giants are pretty terrible so all of a sudden they beat one of the Probably not the worst team in the NFL, but one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. It's true. And, that, then, and then they come out and they're like, yeah, now we get to talk smack because we beat the 0-5 Giants. Yeah, the Giants are probably going to win five games, four or five games this year. So, I mean, they're going to be close to I, – I think they're going to finish the year maybe 5-11 and 11 at this point. And that's a team we said before wouldn't be surprised if they went 11-5. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if they went 4-12. and 12. Yeah, I don't know, Ray. I don't know if they're going to win five games. I, I, I think they are going to win five games. I think they are going to put it – Tom Coughlin's not going to let the team quit. Eli Manning has heart. I mean, he is a champion. You you got to give it up to him, and he will 
take that team on his back, and he'll at least throw a few wins together. That's all true. But they're also losing starters every week. It's true. And That's true. at yeah. some point, there's just an attrition factor where you're just like, you know, okay, I'm just going to lay down. It hurts too much to keep getting the pink belly. I'm just going to lay down and, you know, cover myself. Yeah, but t- talk about, let's talk for a second because, you know, talking about it before, talk about Deshaun Jackson and... Uh... Yeah, so anyway, the, the reason we're talking about this, you know, after they win against the Giants, yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, uh, you got Skip Bayless talking on Twitter about, wow, no Sean had a great game, and you got Deshaun Jackson t- tweeting back, no Sean sucks. No Sean sucks. No Sean, the guy who just went... <laughs> he just was incredible. Just had a great game for the undefeated... Denver Broncos. It's hard to say no Sean sucks. He sucks. Yeah. Was it going to say Peyton Manning sucks next? Right. (laughs) And now you have, uh, you know, Deshaun Jackson coming out and saying, Darrell Revis, he's too slow to cover me. Yeah. He can't cover me. Shady McCoy, though. And you said uh, uh, LaShawn McCoy uh, running back for the Eagles. I mean, leading the league in rushing. At least he was before last week. I haven't checked my stat book in front of me. But you said him and no Sean Marino have a little bit of a history dating back to the draft. I think it does go back to when, you know, no Sean got drafted, I think, 12th overall. And then LaShawn didn't get drafted until the end of the second round. And there's always kind of an attitude there. But Um, how good is how how good is LaShawn McCoy that he didn't get drafted till the end of the second round? You think there's a handful or I don't know about a dozen NFL teams that would dream of using a second round pick for (laughs) Deshaun Jackson? Oh. Or I'm sorry, LaShawn McCoy at this point? Either one. Yeah, Either one. they're Although, both great. Deshaun Jackson went in the first round. but Yeah, they're both fantastic, though. I mean, uh, that, that's just bad drafting and good drafting by the Eagles, I guess. Yeah. Let him fall that far. But yeah, and then, and then Deshaun Jackson. Revis can't. He's too slow. <laughs> he can't, can't cover me. He can't cover me. Um, I bet he can. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll go ahead and put that out there. I do believe that Revis Island, despite you know being hobbled a little bit, he can, in fact, cover. Yeah, I think he can cover just about anybody. Deshaun I mean, it's not Jackson. to say that Deshaun yeah. Jackson, he may be faster than him, but it doesn't mean Revis can't cover him. You know, oh. there's just, like, no reason to call Revis out like that, you know? What, are you going gonna to piss off the monster? So, here's the deal. Yeah, <laughs> you beat the 0-5 team, then you start talking trash yeah. one of your players, and then you start talking trash about another team that also hasn't won a game yet. Y- yeah! Yeah, Revis, yeah. you guys are 0-4. You can't cover me. Oh, you know, hey, to be fair, though, Eagles, first place. Wow. <laughs> At 2-3... and three, First place, right? That's ridiculous. I mean, got to give it up to him, man. The Eagle and the Redskins, my team, one game back. And how awful is that division? And the New York Giants at zero five, only two games, only back. two games back. They could five and eleven might win that division. <laughs> this is only because they get to play each other so much. Wow! Holy crap! And b- before the season started, how much did we hear ESPN telling us how good the NFC East was? I'll tell you, like constantly, a, like that's the best division in football. There's a fine line between the best division and then the division that's just kind of everyone's mediocre. Well, who know? is the best division in football right now? Can you say it's the NFC North? Packers two and two. I mean, the NFC West is also real good. I don't. know. I say it's got to be one of those two, doesn't it? I say it's got to be the 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 AFC West right now, doesn't it? You got two five and zero teams. You do have two five and zero teams. Which you, you got also... two five and zero teams, and you have two two and three teams that would be in the lead in the AFC East, in the true. NFC East. But you also have the you also have the Raiders, and the Chargers are hot and cold. But you, the Raiders you know. have won two games, and the Chargers right. have lost all their games in the fourth quarter. Basically, that's fair. I mean, here here's the deal. I know it's not the NFC East. I know it's not the AFC North. I know it's not the AFC South. Despite the fact that the Dolphins and the Colts are are, are pretty darn good, Texans way below expectations. You know, I don't know. Titans are, I don't know, maybe it is. The Titans are pretty good as well. But we'll, we'll get into that at another time. But uh, we got a lot of baseball because Brent's here. He definitely wants to talk about the put-away the put game of the 
Los Angeles Dodgers of Los Angeles. And you know I want to talk about Game 4, Tigers A's. So we'll be right back after three seconds of LL Cool J. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah, man, three seconds. It's about comeback music because your Detroit Tigers coming back strong against those are these all, A's. Are these all songs about comebacks that are that don't actually lead to a victory? They're just like, no. you come up and tie something and then you lose anyway? I don't think so. Because that's probably what we should have done with the songs. No. No, I'm good. I, I'm very happy with the result. Um, you know, here's me in last week's show. I, or I said before, the Tigers and A's would go seven games. Yeah. Of course, forgetting it was a five-game series in this round of the playoffs. So, Still right, proving though, that Ray is wrong. It went, it went not th- going seven games. Here's the deal. It and now, it since Ray gone. lost that bet, he will be running naked through the streets. I am not running naked through the streets. How dare you? No, but it would. Be, I can t- guarantee right now this series would be going seven if it was possible. It's going the distance five. So the the sentiment was there. I just got the number wrong. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. But we want to talk because you you invited me. You actually, for the first time, invited me to something, and I couldn't do it. Yeah. You went to the L.A. Dodgers clinching game against these Atlanta Braves. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That's what the Dodger fans were chanting. Were they, they doing were, the, were they they doing were, the chop? They were doing the chop and then taunting the, the, so good. the chop chant by saying no instead of oh. That's so good. Clayton Kershaw heroically takes the mound on three days of rest and has a freaking great game well ray at least i gotta say this at least you didn't come to the game at least you didn't miss much right oh my god all you missed was two home runs by carl crawford yeah then an inexplicable comeback by the braves yep uh Puig getting letting a ball get by Are him you... in the outfield Puig getting thrown out a second trying to steal but but then getting a, himself getting a double you totally redeem yourself and then juan uribe juan steps uribe. into bat Goes for the bunt. Goes for the bunt. Oh, a foul. Oh, it's no good. One more bunt. Okay. Uh, 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 foul. No, two strikes, man. You can't oh, bunt at that man. point. What can you do instead of bunting? Just, I'm going to hit it over the fence. Demolish the ball in hit the, over the fence. Field. Yeah. Holy crap. I was sitting in the left field stands, Ray. Oh. And the only question I had, because I didn't have the, the, the angle, I was like, is that going foul? Is that foul? I, I couldn't tell. Oh, I should have right? just watched Juan Uribe because he just immediately flipped the bat and was like, peace. Did you do like the tomahawk bat flip like that dude from Korea? <laughs> he kind of just like dropped it and lifted his arms up and just started running. Oh, uh, my goodness. And Juan Uribe, oft maligned Juan Uribe. I love Juan Uribe. Oh, he seems like a good dude. He's a funny looking dude. I'm not. I mean, he's just kind of got a goofy smile. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's a little chubby. You, I mean, you, how do you not root for that guy? Uh, you got to love Juan Uribe. He's a world champion. He's a, You got to give it up to him. Yeah. Dodger fans, though, they they hate on Juan Uribe. How about this? Juan wow. Uribe, world champion, former giant, not playing for the Dodgers. Same with uh, Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson. Yeah. Pitches the eighth inning. What has Brian Wilson done to his hair? That's uh, like a weird, like, it's like a skullet, except he kept, like, the mohawk part mm-hmm. of it. It's weird, man. And now he's a he's weird got, looking dude now. And now he's got the little, uh, he's still got the beard, but he's got a little yeah. rubber band on the end of it. A blue rubber band on he's the end He's going for the Captain Lou Albano right. style. Yeah. Why not, man? There's That's a guy last night about. dressed as uh, Brian Brian Wilson at the game, just running around with a beard, going crazy. He's got a whole full uniform, you know? The only thing is, come on, pay the extra $5 to get Wilson on the back of your jersey, right? I was going to say, was it actually Brian Wilson just running around the stands drunk? Because I, I would buy that. I would buy that, I would too. buy that. I think it would be true. Yeah. Yeah. Be in the, uh, the beer section, the all-you-can-eat left field pavilion. Uh, oh. It was rowdy, Oof. as you would expect at Dodger yeah. Stadium. Left field, rowdy. Oh, man. Um, and, you know, uh, tickets... I, I couldn't believe we bought tickets the day of, and they, yeah. you know, they weren't that expensive. Like we got in for like sixty bucks a piece. 
Oh, was sixty a piece? Yeah. Oh, before I thought you were telling me you you when you were trying to give me there it was like thirty five. It was thirty five, but you know, uh, then you got, you have to always have to add well, in the internet fees. Okay, yeah. And uh, you know they get sold, and then all of a sudden they're a little bit. Pro- but still, sixty bucks. I'm not complaining. Sixty bucks for a clinching playoff game yeah. at you got Dodger Kershaw Stadium, on the mound. Chavez Ravine. Are you I get to see me? three home runs. One of them a game winning home run. <sighs> That I'll take insane. that. insane. That seems like it would have been an insane game to be at. It was crazy. And, the, you know, the funniest part of the game for me was... What's that? There's a couple sitting in the row right in front of us. Okay. They're cheering super hard the whole game. I mean, they're very enthusiastic. It's, I think it's a mom and her son. Okay. And the whole game, this guy sitting just to the right of them is just drinking, 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 and then... Nice. Apparently has, stadium. A, apparently has the smallest bladder in the world. Because <laughs> every inning, he's, yeah. just, he's just making them move out in the aisle so he can leave. <sighs> Don't Finally, trade seats with them at a certain point, right? right? Finally, top of the eighth inning, right before everything happens. Top of the eighth inning. No. He comes back, and they're like, no. Go around. And, they're, and then they're both like, oh, are we doing this? Yeah, we're doing this. So the kid and his mom what? and the guy take off downstairs. I hear later that they were, they were fighting downstairs. They got separated. Oh, my goodness. And the, all three of them missed the home run. All, all three, three of them, them. Yeah. Could have been there. They all missed the home run. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, though, if the guy has to pee a lot, why not just make the offer? Hey, hey, I, I know I'm disrupting your enjoyment of this game. No. Why don't you just let me sit at the end and the, then, you know. The couple never came back up, and the other guy came back up and says, yeah, I'm going to wait for them in the parking lot. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to find them in that humongous parking lot, and I'm sure they're just going to wait for you out there. And, you know, uh, never mind the fact that the security at the Dodger Stadium parking lot now, after the uh, Giants fan, uh, Brian Stowe, was beaten yeah. you know, within an inch of his life. You can't you can't turn around and swing a dead cat in the Chavez Ravine parking lot without hitting three or four cops. Yeah, and it's so packed with with five zero. And the other ridiculous thing was his family was with him. I think maybe his sister had her baby. Oh my goodness! And she was like, "Why are they complaining?" And 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 we got our baby here. And I was like, "Okay," but he he wasn't leaving to go get formula <laughs> every wasn't. inning. He wasn't going to the changing room in the men's room. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't doing diaper duty. Yeah. He was going down there because he's so drunk he has to pee every five seconds. Anyway, I got to say, you know, my my team is the Kansas City Royals. As we right. Do. But, you know, I live in L.A., yeah. and uh, even though I give Puig a hard time, I cheer for the Dodgers. Are you, are you sold on Puig now after that watch double? I've, look, I've always said he's an incredible talent. I just uh-huh. wish he would hit the cutoff man and yeah. get in front of the ball. He That's makes all. He makes small mental mistakes all throughout yeah. the game, but he's just so talented, sometimes yeah. he can get away with it. He's so talented. I don't think there's, that I know of, I don't think there's a better closing to any game than when the Dodgers win in L.A. and they play Randy Newman's I Love L.A. It's kind of good. you got to love that. Kind of good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of fun. And yeah, the, I mean, the Dodgers an adopted team, right? Yeah. Now that we're here in Los Angeles, I mean, obviously I'm a Tigers fan, you're a Royals fan. I think we both pretty much bought in on the Dodgers. Well, and we, we don't have National League team. teams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair, right? I mean, sure. I don't feel like I'm cheating. Now, if the Royals play the Dodgers, I'd probably cheer for the Royals. Dude, what if the Tigers play the Dodgers in the World Series? Uh, I think, you know what, Ray? <sighs> Man. I think what you should do is just go into right field. Get those oh, yeah. tickets. Oh, yeah. And just wear your Detroit gear, man. We're just wear it proudly. Gear up. Oh my goodness! Gear up, gear up with Tiger's gear. <laughs> by myself, <laughs> just buy a solo ticket. Go sit in the beer pavilion. The funniest guy. Oh. I saw, the funniest guy I saw last night was an Atlanta fan wearing a Braves hat, a Michael Vick jersey that had <laughs> like that had like almost like the sleeves of the Atlanta uh, jersey had like almost like Audubon book style falcons all over the sleeves oh my gracious yeah to be fair though if you were wearing atlanta gear at dodger stadium yesterday mm-hmm. you are brave oh for you sure. Are the, yes you're much more yes. brave than anybody on that 25 man roster i'll tell you yeah. that right now 
Holy crap. Well, cool. Anything else you want to add about the uh, the Dodgers experience last night? No, it was just fun. Fun game. It's, it was. It looked like a lot of fun. I watched the highlights kind of uh, after the lady went to bed, and I was like, oh, man, I, I probably should have gone. You know, it's just one of those things where, gone. you know, I went with a, a group of three of my friends, and we'll yeah. talk about that game for years. Yeah. 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 No, that's cool. Well, uh, just don't talk about a little game that just wrapped up. Yeah. A little, uh, a little game that uh, literally almost killed me. Your Detroit Tigers <laughs> facing elimination against those hipster A's. Is there a bigger hipster team than the the, the Oakland A's this year? Maybe. Holy crap, they're all wearing, they all got their hipster beards. Maybe the Giants or the Rays, but you know. Maybe, but man, they all got their ironic glasses and facial hair, and you can just tell they're all going to be wearing like bow ties after the game and like suspenders. I just I don't much care for that team. They're going to be drinking uh, uh, PBR. They're going to be they're going to be doing their celebration in PBR if they win game PBR five. PBR or Stella Artois or Miller High Life. Nice <laughs> Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. Yeah, I just I don't really like their vibe at all. I mean, I probably would if they were my team, but it's just something about them just it's aggravating to me. Like I just want to just want to choke somebody. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'm right there with you. I went and saw the Royals play up at Oakland this year, and yeah. it was, it was, I feel like they, they 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 make themselves look so strange intentionally yeah. that you. I feel like they humiliate you by like, yeah, look who you got beat by. You got beat by team nerd. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. It's like fake nerds. I don't, it's like people. It's like dudes who like Doctor Who. Come mm-hmm. on, dude. Fake nerds. Come on, everybody. Come on. Look look within your soul. You know it's true. If you're a dude and you're a Doctor Who fan. Just, you got you got to question your own nerdity at that yeah. point. Hey, let me ask you real quick. This yeah. is a little off topic, but I, you know, I was at my favorite uh, little coffee place in LA on uh, in the in the valley, Steampunk. Steampunk. Right? Yeah, I knew you were going to okay. say that. I still so, have been. So, ah. Yeah, you got to go. So, uh, so here's the deal. They always have they have two tip jars, and they always put two different things in there. You know, okay. today and today it was something like a uh, scream, or I know what you did last summer. You know, uh, oh, like you're going to vote. For, yeah. So okay. that's where you put your tips. Like anyway, like so the that. other day, the best one I've ever seen. I was you, like, you went Gosh. scream, right? Oh, of course. Okay. Thanks. Uh, and uh, I w- the other day they had Gandalf and Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, like, oh, man, I don't That's know. I, I think I go Gandalf. There. I go Gandalf, and here's I why. I think I would. Yeah, I go Gandalf because Obi Wan. Even though I love Obi Wan, sure, uh, Gandalf was proactive. Man, he was out there. He wasn't like hiding out. Uh, unless you count the the Hobbit. If you're just talking about pure Lord of the Rings fellowship, Two Towers, and Return of the King, yeah, Gandalf was out there. He was, you know, calling his eagle Guahir. I mean, yeah, when he but when, the, when he was Hobbit, hiding out, it was when he was almost dead. But in the Hobbit, he's basically like, okay, I have this mission for you, dwarves and Bilbo, and I'll I'll catch you. He's delegating. <laughs> yeah, he's delegating. Yeah, he's a real he's a real politician there. You guys go get it, and I don't know if you guys start screwing up too bad. Maybe I'll check in. Yeah. Not exactly the most proactive in The Hobbit, is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, but he's not hiding out on Tatooine. Uh, that's a fair point. I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi, he gave up, didn't he? Kind of? Like, Yoda really gave up. I think he was think he was. I think they're both just waiting. You know, I guess that's the thing is patience. He's more of a patient guy. And, patience. You know. Yoda, Yoda, Yoda survived just long enough for, for uh, uh, Luke Skywalker to get there and then, like, died the second that Luke Skywalker quit the planet. I think in tennis terms... If, if if they're playing tennis, Gandalf is doing serve and volley. He's okay. running up the net. Okay, and uh, you know Obi Wan's just like trading trading baseline just shots, trade, waiting for you to make waiting, a mistake. Yep, just waiting for you to waiting make a mistake. You make a mistake. That's fair. And then all of a sudden, the mistake is Darth Vader kills him. Yeah. Anyway, oops. But anyway, but yeah. So the Detroit Tigers right now. You want to talk about like I have a massively pounding headache right now. Like I got the veins in my forehead feel like they're going to explode. I've already popped a few leave, and I, and and it's it, it's just not helping me at all. To watch this game today, game four, Tuesday night, 
to go down 3 nothing when the bats aren't clicking and nothing's happening. And the A's had faced the minimum with uh, Dan Straley on the mound tonight. Faced a minimum through four innings, and it's just, we're just dead. We're just dead. Like, the crowd is dead. It's a playoff game. It could be the last game in Detroit all year long. And the crowd, it's like a freaking library in there, to, to quote uh, one of the Twitter guys I follow. It was like a library. People, shh, shh, the game's going on. I'm well, trying to hear the game. It was like a library, shh. except uh, the Detroit Tigers were there. So, And then Jahani Peralta with two men on crushes it right over the wall. The fans leap to their feet. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. We have one of the best offensive teams in all baseball. Johnny Peralta hits the tying home run, proving that there is still a lot of HGH to be had out what, in the world. Whatever works. Whatever works. Hey, uh, Tigers is sponsored by Biogenesis. Whatever. I'll take it, man. Hey, it's not like it's not like the NCAA. It's not like they're going to you know strip them of victories after the season's over if Jahani is found guilty again. Right up, Johnny. Jahani, get yours, Mr. Peralta. You came from Cleveland, where no doubt you learned it from the best. Wow. You're the best around. around. Yeah, man. I tell you what. And then as soon as as soon as they tie it up at three, what happens? Boop. Yep. Boop. Now we're down four three again. Like like it was no big deal. No problem. And this is when the fans come to the aid of the Detroit Tigers. And that's why they have some of the best fans in the entire world as V-Mart. Victor Martinez crushes it. Crushes it. Just a little help from my then, friend. Uh, Jeffrey Mayer reaches over the fence. It's not a Jeffrey Mayer incident. Jeffrey okay, Mayer reaches Mayer, over. It would have been a home. Okay, no, because Jeffrey Mayer would not have been a home run. It would have hit the middle of the fence had he not reached and caught it. This was a home run, period. Jeffrey Mayer reached over the fence, and then some other Detroit fan stood in front of the camera that would give them the angle to prove it. Whatever. Have you seen the angle? That ball would have hit a full glove size. Nobody's above seen the, the right angle fielder. because it has a big, uh, you know, old script D in the middle of it from some guy standing in front of the. <laughs> How dare you? Somebody just reaches over the front. I'll just put my hand in front of this camera. Yeah. You just all of a sudden see spray paint. Hey, you know what? Home field advantage. Home field advantage. I'll take it. Fair enough. Game tied four to four. Fair enough. I think it's. I. I would say, in my unbiased opinion, that probably eighty five percent it was going over the fence. Yeah. There's. A, I think there's a tiny, tiny. He could have caught it. Well, he could have caught it. Also, I feel like maybe it could have. Like, no, hit the top was, of the fence and come high. back in? It I don't was, know. It was too high. Know. It would hit the railing. It would hit the yeah. railing uh, where the fans were. So I'm not even worried about whether or not it would Hey, well, nobody run. knows more about hitting rails than the Detroit Tigers fans. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> in any case, we fast forward to the eighth inning. Tigers are now up five to four. Base is loaded. They bring in max power. They bring in their ace Cy Young Award, right? 21 and three Cy Young. Yeah, they bring in their ace, Max Scherzer, to pitch the inning. He gets the bases loaded with nobody outs. I am just crapping myself. I am covered in filth. I am sweating like a beast. My head is pounding. I can't even breathe. I just, I'm just looking at the screen in just sheer terror. And they go to the mound. Do they bring in their lefty? Do they bring in their lefty smiley to pitch to all the lefties? No. No. You know who you dance with? Max the Powers? Girl, what brung you? Max Powers. You know what? If Max Power got you into it, Max Power is going to get you out of it. And what does he go on to do? Strikeout. Strikeout. Fly ball to left field. Leave him loaded. Tell you what. I, you know Tigers what? Tigers escape the inning. 
you got to love some of the managing that's going on in the playoffs. Because last night you had the Dodgers pitching Kershaw on three days rest, and they could open themselves up to, uh-oh, Kershaw wasn't ready on three days rest. Yeah. But they didn't. And, they won the game. And not right? just that. A lot of folks in L.A. here are still saying, if Don Mattingly, if he doesn't beat the Braves, mm. he could have been fired. Yeah. A so, lot of people in this so, town, for some an insane reason, wanted Don Mattingly fired during the season when everybody was injured. He kept it together. Manager of the year, right, in the National yeah. League? Well, they're going to give it to the guy from the Pirates. Probably. But uh, Mattingly did a heck of a job. And the balls, the brazen stones, you're right, to bring in Kershaw on three days rest, knowing that he I mean, has it seems a game smart, but then you're, the opening yourself, you're often opening yourself up to lots of criticism. And I would say the same thing about Leland today. If Max Powers comes in yep. there, loads yep. of bases, and then they hit a grand slam, you're like, oh. see? You see? Yeah. But Wouldn't when that, when it works, you got to shut up and say they made a good decision. And all and there's a whole bunch of Twitterverse, a whole bunch of the uh, Detroit Tigers uh, beat writers and guys writing for the Detroit Free Press. They're all saying, you don't bring in Max, Max Power in that situation. You don't bring in Scherzer. You don't bring in a starter in the seventh and eighth innings. And then when they get out of it, dead silence. Yeah, I, w- dead I, w- silence. I was skeptical myself, but it worked. Man, whatever works, right? Yeah. And then, of course, the Tigers tack on three more runs when they get the bases loaded, except the Tigers had bases loaded with two outs in the bottom of the eighth. A wild pitch, a clutch Omar Infante liner down the left field line. We're looking at an 8-4 game. So game over, right? No! What? No, it's not game over. Benoit comes in for, to face the heart of the A's lineup, and I am dying just being like... Benoit, my little brother? Yeah, my little lookalike brother? brother? little lookalike Joaquin... Oh, Benoit. Brentois. 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 Yeah, there, there's a there's a terrible off-color joke about if Joaquin Benoit blows that four uh, four innings, uh, or I'm sorry, four-run lead in the ninth inning, there's a terrible uh, Chris Benoit is more popular in the city of Detroit than Joaquin Benoit right now. Wow. Thankfully, didn't have to make it. That's a terrible, that's a terrible uh, reference. I think though. Benoit Benoit Benjamin would be more popular than him if he gave <laughs> Benoit up. Benoit Benjamin. Holy crapper. But... Hey, he got it done. You got to give it up to him. Gave up two runs. Shaky is all get out. But sometimes those closers, when they come in with a four-run lead in a non-save situation, they don't always have their best stuff because they feel like they can be a little more lackadaisical with it. They don't feel as 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 amped. Don't have the edge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But not in this case, folks. Well, we are congrats, going Ray. back to Oakland. Game I, five. <sighs> there's not enough. There's not enough painkiller in the world. To make my headache go away. This was one of the most stressful games I've ever seen, ever. Ever, 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 ever. Did I mention? Ever? Ever! Oh, man. But I, 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 after that, I just need a shower. Like, I'm just sweating now just talking about it. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane game. And then, of course, you got to give it up. The Pittsburgh Pirates. Real quick to talk about the series that don't kind of directly involve us. But the Pirates getting over on the Cardinals so far. You gotta, you gotta give it up to him, man. If the Pirates can can get through to face the Dodgers, that pretty much guarantees Dodgers in the World Series, right? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that Pirates team, you could some people would say is kind of a team of destiny. Could know? be. Uh, let me ask you this: Detroit at Oakland, Game Five. Yep. Verlander, Cologne, Bartolo, Super Cologne blow. What do you think about them starting? It's a, it's a, uh, basically starting at uh, starting at six o'clock Pacific nine, time. Yeah, so nine p.m. Detroit time. Yep. Does that make a big difference for them? No. I mean, they might come a little sluggish out to start, but they might be just so amped up after this game. They might have finally found their groove on offense. They, this might be the thing that pushes it over the top. Mm. And they might, I mean, I, I don't know. How do you feel about this? I feel that game five, Tigers and A's, I think it's going to be a blowout, like an eight to two game or something Yeah, I like kind of feel like whoever scores the first two runs, game over is just going to yeah. turn into an avalanche. Yeah. Right? 
And with Verlander on the mo- mound, I-, I feel pretty good. I keep wanting to call it the Mound. I <laughs> I don't know why. Verlander's you know has not been the Verlander of old this year, but I don't know he that he hasn't. I, but he's still scary good. I trust him more than I do Cologne in this game. But I you know we'll see. Oakland is just like a scrappy team. Hey, you know what I mean? It's it's so reminiscent of last year against the A's when we when we went the distance with them. Verlander on the deciding he pitched the deciding game mm-hmm. last year and won. I, yeah. In in JV we trust, man. If Kate Upton can trust him, I can trust him. That's what I'm saying. I go with that. I go with Kate Upton. Yeah. Just saying. Sure. <laughs> Who crashed pick, the who'd, train wreck? Who'd you pick, Kate Upton or Justin Upton? Um, I think I would take Kate Upton. Okay, me too. <laughs> Unless I needed someone to steal second, <laughs> then I'd probably. Take <laughs> All right. Justin. How about if I give you both Upton brothers? Oh, I don't want BJ Upton. He's been a disaster this year. What he hit like 182 this year? Yeah. He's been just brutal. Yeah, and he's just murdered them this year. Hey, good team without him, but hey, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. Heck of a season. Na 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 na. Hey hey hey. Goodbye. They went out quickly, didn't they? You know, uh, like a thief in the night. Too young. Too young. Not too, enough experience. I think that's what happened. Too soon. In any case, I'm ready to talk some football. I, I can't even talk about baseball anymore because I'm just I'm sweating profusely, just still thinking about the the, the excitement of what just went down. It's playoff time, everybody. It's playoff time. It's playoff time? Oh, yeah, by the way. Cool. Awesome. So we'll be right back to talk some football after three seconds of Darius Rucker. Don't call me Hootie. So this is my, my bad comeback song. NFL, man. Yes. Week five. Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub. Matt man. Schaub. I was just reading this. Uh... I feel bad for him. He seems, I mean, like he was good for a while. Not great, but he was always mm-hmm. like good. And then he got hurt that one year and the Yates came in and took him to the playoffs. I think won a game even. Yeah. And this year he is terrible. He yeah. sucks out he loud, man. set a record yeah. this week. Four straight games with a pick six. Oh, my gracious me. And then I was just reading this uh, Mike Sandoz blog on uh, ESPN t- showing on one of his spreadsheets, which he's kind of famous for, yeah. Why? how he has the most, uh, if you break interceptions into like what costs your team the most percentage points of okay. being able to win the game, he has the most, by far, really, really bad interceptions that cost your team the chance to win a game. So, I mean, not only are the numbers not there, you could pretty much use those stats and spreadsheets to say he's a choke artist. Yeah. But when the game is on the line, he just he can't get it done. Can't get it done. And in fact, he does the opposite of get it done. Yeah. He gets get her not done only does he not get team. it done, he gets it done for the other yeah. team. Correct. Who else is on that list of people who don't get it done? I mean, I can guess a few names off the top of my head, I'm sure. But uh, what's the official list right there say? Okay, let's look here. Yeah. Um, Matt Schaub has a you know, 0.54 percentage of 14 times. So this is since 2008. Okay, so okay, like, so you got a five year sample size. Five year sample. Okay. Mark Sanchez. Okay, of course, not clutch. Yeah, and Mark Sanchez doesn't even throw it that much. So these are, and just to kind of explain it, these are like disastrous plays. Yeah, these are plays that I would, if I had to look at them, they they basically happen late in the game and almost yep. and cause your the percentage your your chance of winning to go down by more than twenty percent. Wow. For instance, that Tony Romo interception at the end of the De- the Denver game, yep. where it directly Killer. led to the last. I would say more than twenty percent, but they said it was something like twenty. Yeah. Yes. Ones like that, where, like last week when he uh, shot through the interception that got run back for a touchdown right at the end of the game. So uh, Romo, I'm sure, on, is on that list as well. Romo's on that list. Uh, Sanchez, Palmer, Romo, Rivers, Breeze. Two now, Breeze surprises me, but he it, throws a ton. Well, that's the thing with Rivers and Breeze and uh, Romo. They throw it a ton, too. So it's this is just the number of interceptions, yeah. not taking into account how many times they throw. Is Jay Cutler on that list? Cutler's on the list. Of He's course one he is. Below the, yeah. yeah, of course he is. 
But not uh, clutch. Not but clutch he's at all. but he's only you know he's he's barely above what Drew Brees is. I mean he's not that bad. I mean Eli Manning's on there. Yeah, but some of those guys are also on there for the opposite. Ga- for being good. For plays that cause you to win games, Clutch too. Clutch plays yeah. that win games. Yeah, okay. Eli Manning is number one on that list. That's a little surprising to me. I mean, I mean, well, you think about how many it done f- when the game's on the line, I guess. Yeah. He had a ton of comebacks like last year and in in, during the other playoff. Who, who's number two on that list? Number two, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford? What? Good for you. He's great. Well, it makes sense. Matt Stafford wins games. And you're right. A lot of times when he makes plays bonehead plays they're early in the game they're early in the game and then he always comes through at the end of the game yep even against uh, a couple weeks ago when he threw that pick six uh, that bounced off of calvin johnson (sighs) yeah calvin johnson but yeah yeah, it's good to hear you giving up a little dap to stafford right there that's what i'm talking about the dude is clutch numbers don't lie sometimes they do but they don't do it they don't right here obviously numbers don't lie people lie with numbers right (laughs) i think that seems fair but talking about week five of the nfl i mean that's a cool study though but uh, you're kansas city chiefs you got to be pumped Play, yeah. Finally, finally a real Five game. And oh. Finally playing a real game. Five and I, I gotta oh. say, um, and faced a little bit of adversity too. Yeah, that's they, a, Titans they, on the road is a real game. They jump up thirteen nothing, then they give up the next seventeen points. I won't say what I thought about some of the refereeing oh. when they when they had a ton of plays inside the twenty. Who would blame of a, the referees? Because of a phantom who would pass blame, interference penalty. Who would blame uh, the referees? That's then, outrageous. You know, but like like good teams should they they don't fold when they have some adversity. They Man. in fact they have another long drive like they have in all. Of their wins where it's been kind of close, touchdown drive, and then get, then, a, couple, get a couple get a couple picks and yep. salt the, away the game. Going, I tell you, when it was seventeen thirteen, I really did think the Titans like that. Oh, okay, Titans are here now. Yeah, Titan. Okay, there we go. It was like a little sandwich. It was like Chiefs score thirteen, then t- Titans score seventeen, and the Chiefs. Oh, let's put another a piece of thirteen bread on top, like a, like a poo sandwich <laughs> on Chiefs. Thirteen, bread. thirteen, and then seventeen <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. That's pretty well five and zero, oh, man. I mean, and then Den- and oh. but you got Denver in your division. That's the problem. Sure, is Denver going to lose a game this year? I mean, we talked about it already. I still think at Indy is going to be the one that shakes them. I mean, but it shook the Seahawks. They they hey. they easily could have lost last Sunday, and you know, Boy. only one of us thought that could be a close game. I didn't. Yeah, I thought they were going. to... I mean, to be fair, at the end of the day, fifty-one to forty-eight. Hey, I feel pretty good about saying that Denver's defense is not that good. I'll say it again. I think I think I saw a stat that Dallas scored that forty-eight points is the most points by a losing team since like nineteen sixty-three or something. Like oh that. my gracious! I believe that. That's. I mean, it's insane. And, only and, Tony Romo could score forty-eight points and still lose the game. And only Dallas fans could blame Tony Romo despite the late pick. They put up forty-eight points and yeah. they lost. How do you not blame the defense? Whew. And, and did you see the end of the game when uh, Peyton Manning, with a minute and a half to go, and they're at the one-and-a-half-yard line, but they get a first down at the half-yard line? That's why Peyton Manning is the <sighs> smartest quarterback. And he turns to Moreno, and he says, you got you, you got to go in, you got to get the, get the first down, but you cannot score a touchdown here, mm-hmm. and we win guaranteed. And Moreno's like, how the bleep do I do that? Just do it. Just do it. And what did he do? It. He did it. He did it. Do it as if you want to live. Everybody get to the chopper. Everybody get to the half yard line and shut it down. How am I supposed to get to the chopper? There's no room to get to the chopper. Just get to the chopper. Just get to the chopper. And he got to the chopper. Got to the chopper. Man, Peyton Manning. And then kicked the field goal with two seconds to go. Dallas never has a chance to get the ball back. I gotta tell you, man, people get so mad at me. That's, that's totally my, that's my strategy when I'm playing like Madden. Yeah. Or NCAA. Could be frustrating. NCAA football. I'm not scoring at the end. If I can run out the clock, I'm just I'm just taking it down taking to it. one second, and then I'm just kicking the field goal. Kick the field goal. That's yeah. it. And and to be fair, I mean, I think I tweeted out d- during that game. I said, "Whoever's got the ball last is going to win, unless that person is named Tony Romo." <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yikes. Oops, everybody. Forty-eight points, and they blame him for the loss. That's insane to me. 
That is insane to me. But then there was a sad game that happened. I mean, we predicted it here. I mean, we thought yeah. Green Bay was going to beat them. When I woke up in the morning and I got little little sand in my eyes and I'm feeling all dreamy dreams and I'm all excited because I think this is maybe the finally the year we beat Green Bay in Green Bay. And then I wake up and I turn on the TV and in big letters across the screen, Calvin Johnson inactive. The three worst words in the English language when put together. Yeah, you don't expect to see Calvin Johnson inactive. He's just the kind uh, of guy, he's always hurt. But you always know, plays. You know that he's injured. If you see that Matt Stafford is inactive, that might just be them talking about his just natural sloth-like state, right? How dare you? Not even about the game. Just How dare you? He's not fat! He's totally fat. He's not fat! He's inactive. Oh, my goodness. How dare you? He's not a couch potato. The guy, the guy works out. The guy ran a good 40 time. How dare you? How dare you, sir? But, yeah. Downhill. Going to Green Bay. And the defense was on fire, man. They got burned late. I mean, you can only contain Aaron Rodgers for so long, right? You can only hold that team down for so long. you got to put up some points. If they have a normal game on offense, if Calvin Johnson plays that game, I guarantee we win that game. But the defense was just on the field for too long and finally just started having letdowns late. <sighs> Giving yeah. up Jones a really long, uh, what, 82-yard touchdown pass or whatever, and then having that really long run to Randall Cobb before that. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a blowout from crap. the get-go with no Calvin Johnson. Just crap. Man, but hanging in there, the team has got a lot of heart. I mean, but the problem is that when the Packers could put eight guys in the box to stop Reggie Bush, plug up every lane, and Bush was a man. He did everything he could, but at the end of the day, man, there was no running game. Who's going to catch the ball on offense? You know, Pettigrew had an okay game. Chris Durham had a welcome to the NFL kind of game, but at the end yeah, of the day, not up, enough. Not I picked enough, up Ryan man. Broyles on all my fantasy teams. That's the wrong guy to pick up. Who was I supposed to pick up? Chris Durham. Uh, Chris Durham and Matt Stafford were funny, uh, college it, roommates at Georgia. Well, thank you for telling me to pick up Ryan Broyles. Yeah, well, it's not like I want you to win in our fantasy league. And how about this? Calvin Johnson on one of my fantasy teams, right? I have to drop him an hour before the games start, and I'm just like, who do I pick up? I don't even know. I know this is going to be a close matchup. I pick up Denarius Moore from the Oakland Raiders. I'm down 12 points with only one player for either team left to go in that late, 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 late Sunday game. And Moore scores 14 points for me, 80-plus yards and a touchdown. I win by two. That's clutch right there. That's I think clutch. Moore is going to be on the team the rest of the year. That's clutch. I got to drop Dwayne Bow now because he's crap. And we have to mention quickly, you know, we're we're both in our picks league together, but there's 15 people in the league. And first Correct. place and second place, Ray and I, last week, you were in first place. I was mm-hmm. in second place. And what happened? And this week we flip-flopped. So thanks to one game, thanks right? To, thanks to yours truly being the only person with the balls and the brains enough to I pick taken the, the Indianapolis Colts. Colts. I should have done it. I said I thought that they were going to do it, and I just could not pull the trigger. I did pull the trigger on Cincinnati beating uh, the Patriots. I have a rule, and this is a little betting rule for you guys out there, so you want to take some notes. This, is a, this always is the correct answer. If two teams are playing, and it seems like one team, say the Patriots, is much better than Team B, the Bengals, and you look and the Vegas spread has the Bengals favored, the bank, you know, the Vegas knows more than you. Vegas knows more than you. There's a reason why that team is favored. That team always wins and covers every single freaking time. If the wrong team seems like they're favored, bet that team. Even if you don't believe it yourself, always bet that team. The Bengals win going away. It was a one point Bengals uh, were favored by, and they win by what six, seven points. Here's Enough. another. Here's another betting strategy. I learned this from Wesley Snipes. Always bet on black. Okay, thank you. But never bet on the Browns. That's right. Never bet on the Browns. Although they're also three and two, and you got to give it up to them for their man effort on Thursday beating the Bills. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I didn't either. How was that team three and two? Yeah, 
I mean, and now Detroit goes to Cleveland this Sunday where they haven't lost to Cleveland in something like, period, not counting the preseason, of course. They have not lost to the Cleveland Browns in some, like, I don't have the exact number in front of me, but it's a huge number of years. It's well over a decade. We don't lose to the Browns. We cannot lose to the Browns. Lions take that so game. Weird. We go there's four some, and two. There's some weird Freaky Friday stuff going on because you got the Browns and you got the Jets at three and two. And the Jets coming off their Monday night football victory. Are the Falcons with dead? With Geno Smith. Geno Smith with the late comeback And how drive. clutch was Geno Smith? He was clutch. He'd made, like, no mistakes that entire game. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, Falcons yeah, are dead. You're right. Are the Falcons and the Texans dead? Man. Because here's the deal. You, we talked about the Chiefs' schedule last week. Right. And you, just, you still said, yeah, Houston, they win at Kansas City. What do you think now? I don't know anymore. They look pretty terrible. If, if they get rid of Matt Schaub? And, and they start <laughs> TJ Yates? TJ Yates. I mean, hey, you want a playoff game. Dude is clutch, man. He can play a little bit, that TJ Yates. Thing is, their defense isn't even playing well now. They gave up 30 points not. to the Jets. They suck, man. I don't or not know. to the Jets. Not they, to the Jets, but yeah. They, they, they kind of suck. I don't know what's happening over there in Houston. And the fact that the Colts look so much better. I knew they would look good this year, right? Yeah, Houston, look. Had them down as a playoff team. Houston, Didn't think they'd be that good. You had, you had, you had two, uh, two and two teams, Houston mm-hmm. and San Francisco, mm-hmm. right? They season on the line for both need, of them, they, right? They both need a win. Yeah. Not, a, not a must win, but it, it really helps. Really ought it. to win. Yeah. And Houston goes into San Fran and gets beat 34-3? to three? Yeah. After that's, Andy, that's no effort. Andy went into San Fran and handled them. Yes. They beat them. Six teams in the NFC are above 500 right now. Mm-hmm. That means 10 teams are 500 or below. Those six teams, right? You've got the New Orleans Saints and Seattle Seahawks. Right now, you've got to say that's the one and two seeds, right? Yeah. New Orleans one hard to win there. Seattle two hard to win there. So my lines, unless something breaks, it's you know it's going to be looking rough to try to go to one of those two places and win. I'd rather go to New Orleans than Seattle, but yeah. man, I would like a little redemption after the playoff loss from a couple of years ago. But you got those two teams. Mm-hmm. You've got the Lions, of course. You've got the Bears, also at three and two right now. Although they're they're on a downward slide right now. I don't have it in front of me who they're playing this upcoming weekend, but. It's not looking good because you have those two teams, who are, potential wait, playoff who are you, teams. Who are you asking about? Uh, who the Bears are playing this who weekend. Who the Bears playing this weekend. Oh, I think the Bears have a... They have a bye? I think they have a winnable game this week. Yeah, okay, but... Yeah, oh. <laughs> New York Giants <sighs> at Bears. When do we get to this play This will be when the Giants win and get a win, right? They'll great? go into Soldier Field and get a win. The, they, the, the Giants, I, I got too much confidence in Tom Coughlin and Eli Manning just in having heart. I don't know. Just in having enough heart, I've they're going to win some of these games, and the Bears are not looking good right now. They lost another defensive player for the season. I understand what you're saying, but I've seen the Giants play, and they just, they're losing so many players. It's almost like they just don't have enough to compete right now. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, but then at the end of the day, we have the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals at 3 and 2. I mean, they're pretenders, right? They did beat Cardinals, my Lions, but I don't, I don't have got, confidence in them. They've got Carson Palmer at quarterback. I mean, yeah. that just. Doesn't that makes me not take them seriously? I mean, he was good for the Bengals. I don't know, maybe, what, but they still didn't really do anything with you know. He was good enough to get them. All right. that one year they won the division, I believe. So and then they lost their first game in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Well, and so who do your Chiefs got this weekend? Just to wrap up the NFL segment real quick. Raiders at home. When? Wow. I, I've I, this has been a long time since I've seen the Chiefs be favored by over ten points. Yeah, and did you by, see against the Raiders? I mean, I think we cursed Matt Flynn by talking about him last week because uh, he's been cut by the Raiders. He's no longer in like Flynn. He's out like Flynn. <laughs> the luckiest man on the planet. One game against the Lions gets him employed, but not playing 
for years and years and years. Finally, it caught up with him. I mean, I guess if you're going to pay him that much money, why do you have him as your third string quarterback? Wait, hold on. On NFL, uh, Matt Flynn just got picked up by the Detroit Lions. No, he didn't. Get out of here. Although we do need a third stringer with Kellen Moorhead. Coach says <laughs> Flynn has every chance to compete for job. How dare you? That is not, that is not happening. Get out of here. Get out of here. In any case, anything else you want to add about the NFL this Ooh, weekend? I think they're reporting that Julio Jones might be out for the season. I mean, the, the, the Falcons, it just keeps getting worse for them. It's going yeah. from bad to worse for that team. It, Roddy White's been pretty much injured the whole season, yeah. kind of limping along. Yeah. Steven Jackson comes in. You think he's going to have a good season. He's been out he's for about out four too. weeks now. Tony Gonzalez looking around being like, I came back for this. Now they're talking about shopping Tony Gonzalez. I know a team that could use him. The Kansas City Chiefs. The Detroit. No, not the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, although they probably could use they him. They probably yeah, could use yeah. him. To be fair. But uh, cool. Well, all right, then. Well, we'll see what happens uh, this exciting weekend of football. But it really is baseball in the brain right now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although Lions-Browns is a matchup. I don't want to be around if we lose that game. I do. I don't even want to talk to you. if we. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm going to get trolled. I have so many Ohio friends that, I, you know, of course, we hate back and forth. If we lose to the Browns, I don't even want to think about it. I don't next even week, want to think next about week I'll it. be like, Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. The, Ray's not here, and I'm Brent, and this is Ray's and Brent. Ray will be back next week. Uh, he's after recovering from his self-inflicted injuries. Yeah. Well, he's going to get out of the hospital, <laughs> off the ventilator. <laughs> he had a heart attack and died during the Cleveland Browns game. Ray, Ray beat himself in the head with a, with a uh, meat tenderizer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, he, he's trying to make the hurting in his brain stop, and it just did, and, and it did. And it well, did let's happen. let's hope that that doesn't happen, Ray. It's not fair to the meat tenderizer. Oh my gracious! In any case, we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of player. All right, folks, that's the end of another exciting show. We're going to rush this one out to get it out before game five starts, so that way um, I won't look too stupid when the uh, hipster A's beat the Detroit Tigers <laughs> and all my joy is gone. Could you imagine over this weekend if the A's beat the Tigers in game five and then the Browns beat the Lions? Yeah. I won't want to even do a show next week. I'll, have to I'll, put be, a... I'll just be sad. Yeah. Just be comatose. I don't know. And I'll do two shows next week. Yeah. Solo affairs. Welcome back to... And Brent. And Brent. Welcome back to Brent. <laughs> Exclamation point. Welcome back to Brent. Ray's no longer with us. Yeah, but the problem is half the show will just be uh, you talking and then drifting off into space while you're staring at Royals highlights mm-hmm. on your laptop. Yeah. Gracious. In any case, that's the end of the show this week, everybody. Thanks for listening again. Here's how you can contact the show. You can contact me, and you should really, if you're going to be watching Lions or Tigers games or anything, you should really be following me at Almighty Ray because it is fun. We can go back and forth and shout things and hold each other metaphorically or for real. Yeah. And if you'd like to hear the the honest to God's truth about the world. Yeah, if you just want to get trolled, follow me at Scoops Brent Pope. At Scoops Pope, that's right. Or you can follow the show at Ray Brent Podcast or check out our Facebook page. That's our main page, facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. Also, go on iTunes. It, guys, this really does help us out a lot. If you go on iTunes, give us a five-star review. Maybe put some words in the box as far as uh, reviews go. I'll be more than happy to read them on the air. Yeah, so we don't have anything new this week, but that's why we need you guys to get out there and do it, man. It really does help us out because when we get more likes, that means we start showing up and more people who are searching, I, and we can get the word out there, everybody. I think the problem is 
a lot of people want to give us five stars, but then they listen to the show and they feel like five stars is not enough. Okay. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. No, I would give us ten. I think I would like to, uh, we need to get on to iTunes and talk to them about adding a six star. Six star. Can we, we like crank it up to six? Mm-hmm. Like crank yeah. it up to 11? That's right. No? But in any case, that would definitely, <laughs> weird, that would definitely help out the show. So we got to do our thanks right now. Thank you to David Knoll for producing. Thanks to the train wrecks, Jeremy Buck and the bang. Uh, I'm not going to thank, I always want to say this, I want to thank Greg Lopez. He yeah. Moved, he moved Why do we even mention him? To heck with him. Nobody's even getting arrested anymore. Yeah. Where's the fun? He's probably, now that he lives in England, he probably calls himself Gregory. Gregory. Oh, hello, I'm Gregory. I would love some tea and crumpets. I'm Gregory. Now that I live over here, please call me Gregory. Now, I mean, I'm mistaken. I've only been to uh, London once, but um, anthropomorphic animals do walk around like driving cabs and stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. that is a thing yes. in London, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that I got it right. I, it just it seems like that would be true. Hello, yeah. I'm Brother Goose. Mm-hmm. I'll be driving your cab today. Oh, hello. To the airport. London, we name all of our clocks. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Anybody you want to thank, Brent? Mm, I'd like to thank Matt Stafford. Why? Just for being fat. Not even a, not even gonna try this week. No, I just yeah. Mm. Well, I have a headache, so I think that's gonna wrap up the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. I loved watching Matt Stafford in the movie Goonies as Sloth. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Say good night, Brent. Good night, Brent. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains You always get what you wanted And then you run and you flaunt it And I've got something We don't have any this week, though, right? I can look. We have a one-star review. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no, I'm not downloading it right now. From Deb Steganus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she would, too. You're number one, so I gave you one star. Too loud. <laughs> Too loud. Yeah, she grew up with me. She, uh, she. Too she much podcasting to in this thing. <laughs> Too much audio. <laughs> Couldn't see the pictures at all. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Worst YouTube app ever. <laughs> what is she doing? Worst internet meme ever. She doesn't even know what that is. She doesn't even know what that is. Yeah, I don't think my mom listens to the show. So why don't we curse? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's we better for business. Yeah, no, you're business. right. None of this is making the radio. All right, let's see.